Hi guys, it's your girl Booney and you're listening to episode 16 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. Today it's just me. Um, I've received quite a bit of feedback and emails about the podcast over the last few weeks. So I'm going to use this episode as a chance to answer and respond to some of those inquiries that I've gotten. Um, most of these are decent, <laughs> but I did choose two super ratchet questions to answer at the end. So, you know me, I always have to have a dash of ratchet in there, but, uh, keep those emails and the feedback coming to the boonie breakdown at gmail.com. You can also just go to the boonie and use the contact form to send in your questions and feedback as well. Uh, I also realized that I have been asking you for weeks to review and to rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, but if you already subscribe to the podcast, um, it's kind of difficult to do that, and some of you did not know, uh, so shout out to the one person who asked me about it, and I realized maybe more people might not know how to do this, and I'm asking you guys to do it. So on Instagram, I posted a... Um, pictorial instructional guide on how to do reviews if you're already subscribed. So what you will need to do is go into your app um, and hit the search button and type in the Boonie Breakdown. Once it comes up, you need to select the podcast and then you will need to click on the review tab. And once you do that, you should see an option that says write review. So I hope it helps. But you know, ask not, want not. I'm telling you guys to do something and you guys don't even know how to do it. So now that you do, go write a damn review. <laughs> Leave a five star rating and I will love you forever. Um, also, just thanks for sharing the podcast. It is so cool and I'm loving seeing all the new people who are joining the Boonie Breakdown community. It's dope. Uh, just remember when you share the Booty Breakdown podcast to use the hashtags uh, pod in P-O-D-I-N and hashtag the Booty Breakdown. It's a few new blog posts up on the site. Uh, go check those out. I think I did two this week. Uh, so go look at those. Uh, one was about that prom, you know, the Dubai prom in Philly. That got a lot of hits because some people were really, really in their feelings about that. So Go on there, hop on there, read the comments on that one, and leave a comment. Um, I do respond, or I do try to respond to at least 99% of the comments that people leave on the blog. So it's the least that I can do. Uh, so I think that's it for me, guys. Let's get ready to break it down. Ow. All right, guys. So I went through and I chose like seven questions um, that just thought would be interesting to respond to over a podcast episode versus emailing you guys back. So if you have not gotten a response to your question um, or I did not respond to your feedback, then it's probably in this episode. So keep listening. All right, I'm going to read the first one. Uh, the first thing says, Boonie, I really enjoyed your last podcast with Sheikah and Chrissy. You guys have really great chemistry, and I love that you all went so hard for Riri. On that episode, you all mentioned briefly about future plans with children and how you didn't want to try too hard if it wasn't in the cards for you. But I was just curious. You never really stated if you wanted to have kids or not. Thanks. <laughs> kids um so I think in that episode we were kind of talking about forcing it or well, not forcing it but kind of like hedging our bets a bit and um 
doing fertility options, about possibly freezing our eggs or taking other precautions to make that an option for us down the road. So for me, the question, do I want kids? I honestly don't fucking know if I do or I don't. Um, I will honestly say I don't have a overwhelmingly burning desire to be a mother. Um, but if not, if it happens, it happens. But I know for me, like depending on who ends up being my partner in life, probably will dictate whether I want children or not. Um, if I think the person that I end up with, we could just have this dope ass life with just the two of us. I'm okay with that. But if I meet someone who um, awakens that motherly spirit in me and I'm like, you know, what, I want to get this man a baby, then maybe. Um, but I also did mention in that episode that I was going to, um, I, w- I, w- I was going to do some fertility testing. And it's not because I'm nervous about having kids, but I do... I'm trying to be preventative or proactive with my health. Um, I've considered and consulted with my gynecologist and for future plans for myself. Um, Part of the deal is that I need to go to a fertility clinic. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm going to do it by the end of the year. But again, I'm not pressed because I'm not pressed to have children, but yeah, it is something that I am going to do now. I also don't think, and by fertility, let me back up. By fertility, I mean, I'm just going to test to see my probability. Can I even have children? Because I honestly don't even know. So I could be stressing about something just that just might not and physically cannot happen for me. So I'm going to take the test just to see if that is an option for me. Um, or to see the probability and propensity that, you know, my body can carry a child. Now, I do not, and I'm not interested in harvesting or freezing my eggs. Um, just not something I want to do. I've looked into the cost. I do know, like, what my insurance can pay, but I still think I would have to come out of pocket, like, $1,200 a year or something for storage and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's just not something that I am interested in. Um, but yeah, like I said, if I meet some amazing man who awakens that and he's just so dope and so bomb that I'm like, I gotta get this man a little baby, then yeah, I'll have kids. But right now I'm chilling. So I hope that answers your question. Um, I also hope that it wasn't, um, you didn't take it any kind of way of us bashing people one way or another but we were just speaking from our own personal experience so thanks for your question um (laughs) this next question totally flips the script but um the question says i am late but i enjoy your podcast i found it through will drink for travel when she posted about being a guest on the been around the world episode i was just curious some places that you have yet to visit that you would like to and you have yet to do so Oh my God. I don't know. I feel like I want to see everything. Like I wish that I were rich and, um, I could go just travel around the world for a living, but unfortunately I have to work. I will say that, um, one place that I really have been wanting to go to for years is Australia. Um, 
it's expensive. The flight is long. There was a flight deal, I think, sometime last year that I kind of now wish I had snagged. But after going to Africa, I definitely could not afford nor have the time to squeeze in a uh, trip to Australia as well. So I don't feel as bad about it, but I will get to Australia. And while I'm there, hopefully do New Zealand because they're so close. I just kind of feel like if you're traveling um that far for anything you need to at least kind of hit up multiple places to make the trip worthwhile because who knows when <laughs> I will be on another 24-hour flight going back to Australia so that's definitely one place that's on my list um I mentioned going to Africa last year and I've got to admit that um that trip was just one of my favorites and since going, I am so looking forward to going back to the continent. Um, on that trip, I was able, I spent the most time in Cape Town, South Africa. Um, but if I go back, I would love to spend some time in Johannesburg. Um, we went to Zambia to go to uh, Victoria Falls. We did uh, safari in Botswana. And um when we were in Zambia to see Victoria Falls, we actually went into Zimbabwe to see um, Victoria Falls in that country too. So, I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time in Zimbabwe or Botswana, but my feet landed on their ground, so I can say I've been there. But I definitely would like to go back. Um, also in Africa, I would love to hit like Tanzania. Um, I think I mentioned in um, the Finding Your Roots episode that I want to get to Madagascar because I found out I have some um, ancestral connection to Madagascar. I also want to do Nigeria and Ghana, uh, hit Egypt, go to Kenya. <laughs> um, so that's a lot in Africa that I want to do. And I definitely do um, want to get to Asia. Um, I'll be honest, I don't have a big desire to get to China but perhaps like Japan or Thailand, um, the Philippines. Yeah, that's on the list too. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like I could go on and on forever, but maybe I've done enough of Europe right now, but if there are a few places there I would like to go back to. I love Italy. I could go back there a million gazillion times. I'd like to hit Greece. Um, uh uh, Germany maybe um, but I'm good on Europe right now because I've been quite a bit but South America went there for the first time when we went to Colombia so I definitely would like to go to Argentina maybe Chile Brazil yeah so it's too little time <laughs> I need more leave I need more money to make all of this happen but those are a few places that I would like to go so thanks for sending in your question um, this question, next question is more closely related to travel. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to read it. Uh, thank you for sharing the awesome travel tips in the episode with Ashley of Will Drink for Travel. Can you share some of the sites that you follow to catch good deals? So <laughs> I get this question a lot and I think we touched on it a bit in that podcast, but I will say, um, I follow most of these sites mostly on Twitter. 
Um, it's where I get most of my news. And I feel like that's where a lot of the air, um, airfare sales or just the cheap flights, that information is shared the fastest and the quickest on Twitter. So if for no other reason to join Twitter, I think um, to catch some of these airfare deals, it's worth it in itself. Um, when Ashley and I went to Dubai, that was definitely an airfare glitch that we caught. Um, she saw the tweet at like five o'clock in the morning on Christmas morning and called me immediately like, grab your credit card, bitch, and let's go. So definitely it's a good case to join Twitter just to follow those. But if you don't want to join Twitter, um, you can check out, I follow Airfare Watchdog. Um, what's good about them is that you can set up alerts. Like if you know, like, uh, I think I want to go to Turks and Caicos in October, you can set up an alert for the airports that you want to travel out of to that destination. And they will send you emails when they see a good price. Um, so I do enjoy Airfare Watchdog. It's another one called Airfare Spot. Um, they post really good deals, domestic and international. Um, I'm looking at one right now. If you want to go to Ohio, <laughs> they have a deal, Washington, D.C. to Cleveland, Ohio for $83 round trip. Um, American Airlines or JetBlue from D.C. to Tampa for $142 round trip. Um, so they are a good resource. Another one is Secret Flying. The only thing about them is that they post from all over the world. So you might not, it might be, you might miss when they show the U.S. Um, deals. But sometimes if they have Europe to NYC, the deal might work in the reverse. So you can still pay attention to some of those, but they just want to say like the volume is a lot more on Secret Flying because they share deals from all around the world. But I will say I was, I'm so sad that I do not have a boyfriend because it's just some places on God's green earth that I'm not going to go alone and I'm not going to go with a group of girls. Like I love my friends to death, but I would like to take a penis with me to some places because they're just so beautiful. Um, <laughs> but I think it was like two weeks ago, Secret Flying had a deal from U.S. destinations to the Maldives for like, some of them were like $88 round trip, 129 round trip. And oh my God, like what a steal. So I sent that to a lot of couples I know. So I hope someone booked it and gets to go because that is just a fucking, I mean, that's just robbery right there. A hundred dollars and change round trip to go there. It's insane. So I'm going to say those are probably the top three. Oh, one more. Theflightdeal.com. They post really good stuff. Also, all of these um, sites, for the most part, I think they also have Facebook pages as well. So if you don't do Twitter, you can do Facebook. But I just personally think Twitter is better than Facebook. So that's just my bias. Um, and I'm looking at one right now. Secret Flying had one yesterday from the U.S. to Thailand. Um, and you returned from Malaysia or Vietnam. And it was $400 round trip. So you can travel affordable. Um, those are the places you need to follow for the deals. Yeah. So good luck. Go follow them now. Like them on Facebook and get you some passport stamps. 
All right, so our next question. Um, I enjoyed your conversation with Joy Marie McKenzie. I finally finished her book, The Engagement Game, and it was a great quick read. I enjoyed her transparency in the book and on your podcast. When she said she used to place her value on how men saw her, I yelled. I too am guilty of this practice, and I appreciated her sharing that. But God surprised me prayer was everything. And I'm so happy that you pointed it out on your podcast. So I'm just curious and I'm doing some follow-up. I want to know if you've started your prayer to God for your mate, Booney. Whew, I'm going to stop sharing stuff if y'all going to hold me accountable like this. Um, I, I can honestly say I have not. Um, I do think we have to be ready for the things that we ask God to bring us. And I say that, you know, I want a boyfriend. I want someone to go on vacation with and to fuck and on a regular basis, et cetera, et cetera. But I never really say any deep things about a relationship. And so, you know, after that conversation with Joy and reading her book and conversations that I've had with my therapist over the years, like, I'm the type of person, like, when I really want something and I say I'm going to do it, I do it. Um, There's no bullshitting. It's no ambiguity. Like, I just make a plan and I get it done. And so I kind of feel like, you know, all outside forces withstanding, I'm honestly not at the place where I really, truly want a partner. Um, I don't have the space for that right now in my life. It's things that... I need to clear up and I need to, um, you know, fix in my life to make space for that person to show up. Um, So, no, I I actually have not started that prayer um, to God about the person that I would like him to bring into my life. Now, what I have, however, started is the... um, the, the list that of what I'm looking for. Um, it's not finalized, <laughs> but I, I have started a list of what I want in the person who I want to date or maybe marry. I don't know. I guess I'm too loosey goosey with that shit. <laughs> like I really need to get it together and be more firm. Um, so yeah, I'm working on it. It's in progress. I haven't forgotten about it, but um, yeah, it's just, it's it's not at the top of my to-do list, I guess. It's not at the bottom either. It's like in that top five. So, um, but since this, since someone remembered this <laughs> and I know you guys are trying to hold me accountable, then I will make a note to follow up on that as soon as I have it done or I feel like I'm ready to walk into that. And it's funny because my best friend, um, my guy best friend, you guys know him on the blog, KG, he tells me all the time that I'm going to, it's going to be later in life for me. So I'm only 32 right now. And he always says like, you know, I'm going to be 36, 37, marrying some like 40 year old guy who already had some kids and et cetera, et cetera, which that is okay with me. As long as you're in a relationship or in a space with your baby mama where you're co-parenting well, 
y'all haven't fucked in years. She don't love you. She ain't gonna cause me no troubles because I'm in your life now. Then that works for me. Um, Because, again, like I said, I don't even know if I want to have kids. But if I met a guy who had kids who were like 10, 11, that's not a bad setup for me either. So... Yeah, you know, but when I'm ready to focus on that, um, like I said, when I've cleared up things in my space and in my life um, that can make room for an amazing partnership, an amazing relationship, then I'll definitely have that ready. But I do think um, Joy's God Surprise Me prayer was pretty dope, and I did highlight that. So if you have not... um, If you have not read Joy's book or grabbed it yet, be sure to the engagement engagement game. Sorry about that. Uh, You can go to joymarie.com and it has all the instructions and where you can purchase it. All right. So the next question that was in the inbox, um, I'm so happy to hear a firsthand account of someone who did an ancestry DNA test. Thanks for walking us through your process. However, could you elaborate on why you were sad about your ancestry composition? Also, can you talk more about your feelings towards the health reports? Were you scared? Thanks for answering this question. Enjoy the podcast. Keep it up. Ooh, um, I'm trying to think which part I want to start first. I think I'm going to start with the health reports. I don't think I was necessarily... Okay, let me backtrack. So if you have not listened to, I think it's episode 11, Finding Your Roots, I followed up on a blog post I did about my experience with 23andMe. Um, so I chose the... I chose 23andMe because they do both the ancestry test and they do some health reports. So you get access to about 75 health reports and they test your DNA to see if you have any genetic variants for um, several diseases. So I wasn't nervous about the health reports because I really just wanted it to know to be preventative. I can see how someone could be nervous, but... Um, yeah, I wasn't too nervous. And luckily for me, the t- things that they tested you on, um, none of those reports came back that I had a genetic variant for those diseases. Um, but the only one which was not a complete shock to me, given my family history, was that I do have a the var- one of the variants for Alzheimer's disease that they tested for so I do have one so I do have an increased risk of developing Alzheimer's disease but again that runs in my family so it wasn't a complete shock but it was good to know because then I can learn or do things to be preventative and not be like a sitting duck in a sense so but I can see how it can turn you I think they tested for like Parkinson's and celiac disease and it was all types of things that I had never heard of. I think sickle cell, but I'd already known about that. So, um, and by knowing about it, I knew I didn't have the variant. So, um, yeah, I wasn't too afraid, but I just feel like if you are, I do think they give you some good examples about who you can talk to to go over 
these results. Um, just because you have the variant doesn't necessarily mean you will get the disease. So I think if you read all the information that they put on the website and maybe go talk to your healthcare specialist or genetic counselor to help you sort through what exactly you have there, then I think you should be okay. But I think it was more like I was, you know, nervous a bit, but it was kind of like an excited nervous, but not like, oh God, I'm going to die. What are they going to tell me? So that was that. Um, And your first question was how, uh, for me to elaborate why I was sad on my ancestry. So (laughs) I don't know if it was necessarily I was sad. Okay. I was disappointed. Um, So just a refresher, if you didn't listen or if you did listen, but the refresher is I was about, I think it was like 72% um, African and then it was like 23% European. And I was really um, taken aback by the large amount of European. Um, So I do understand that I am black. I don't consider myself anything else but black. But I really wanted to see like 92% African. And a few of my friends have gotten their results since I've gotten mine. And they tease me because they'll send me a screenshot like, look, bitch, I'm 96% African or I'm 94% African. So (laughs) um, that is what I meant by I was um, sad. So I don't know. I think it was just interesting to see that. And also, and I guess what drilled it home more is that I opted to do the DNA relative um, sharing. So I'm seeing people who by DNA are my second cousin and these are white women. Um, So they're kind of the inverse where they're 60% white and 30% African. And so I'm like, oh my God, for someone like I have no first cousins um, on either side of my family, my mom or my dad's side. So then to see that I have second cousins somewhere, God knows how on the family tree, which, you know, when I get some time, I would like to fill that out to see where we overlap. But to see that I have four women out there who are second cousins and they're white women, Yeah, I think that was just all a bit astonishing, and it was a lot to take in. So for me, the ancestry was more, um, I want to say overwhelming, but more eye-opening than the health reports. But the health reports were cool, and what I like about it is, as the FDA approves 23andMe for more health reports, they release them to us as the consumers. So when I originally had gotten my results back, I didn't have the Alzheimer's and like seven other reports. So those were just released about two or three weeks ago or two or three weeks before that podcast was recorded. So maybe like a month now. Um, But yeah, so it's interesting. I got some white cousins out there. So hopefully maybe after I can connect with them and fill out this family tree, then maybe that'll be an interesting story that I can come back and share with you guys and be like, oh my God, great, great granddaddy, blah, 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 had a secret family. I don't know, but (laughs) you know, it's plausible. Um, So yeah, we'll see, but I'll let you guys know. So I wasn't ashamed or anything, but that's hopes that clarifies my feelings there. All right, next question. Okay, oh, <laughs> never mind. Let me let me backtrack. 
these are the ratchet ones now. Um, so I haven't got like three or four. I was only going to do two at first, but now I'm reading some of these. I might do three or four. I don't know. I'll see how long I ramble about them. Um, <laughs> but these are my favorite questions to answer. I love that people um, feel comfortable to freely share this shit with me. One of the people I actually know in real life, the rest of you guys, I don't know, but y'all my friends. Hey, y'all. Um, and I, I went through, I, right now I'm only planning to answer two, but I might do a, a few more depending on the time. So let's get into it. The first question, Boonie, I need your judgment-free help. I'm dating this guy who says he's a freak, but his freak meter doesn't compare to mine. Um, how would you suggest I go about introducing him to things that I'm into? Like I want to eat his ass and I want to finger his ass while I give him head. Doing these things turn me on, but I'm scared of his response. How can I get him to try it? Well, that's a dear boony letter. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I've read this and I kind of thought about, I think it was the podcast that, um, the second one that I did with Brian and we kind of talked about, um, anal play with your man at the end and how it usually doesn't go over well um i think it's um i I have like two thoughts popping in my mind the first one is like have you ever just flat out asked him like have you asked him if he likes um that to be done to him because it's definitely not something that you would want to sneak and try without warning or telling him um that you were going to do this but you might be surprised if you asked him calmly maybe not while you guys are doing anything and say you know hey babe it's you know I just wanted to know your thoughts on like what if I just slip my finger in your ass (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you can judge by his reaction um, if it's something that you should do. But I definitely don't think you should just sneak and try it. The other thing I would suggest potentially is maybe um, watching a video together and you can, you know, pre-select it, have a scene ready that you know. And kind of have dialogue about it. Like, you know, what do you think about this girl doing blah, blah, blah to him? And again, you can judge his reaction. But girl, don't you sit up there and just sneak and do that. Um, We don't want you to get hurt. (laughs) But you definitely just need to. Yeah, I would say I would try those two. But, you know, I guess you know your man. So if you think... I think a visual would help him, especially if he is kind of like not a firm no, but maybe seeing it done to someone else might help ease his trepidation a bit about the act. But girl, yeah, you can't sneak that. Um, And I'm laughing how you said his freak (laughs) 
<laughs> um, he says he's a freak, but his freak needed don't compare to yours. <laughs> and also, like, if this is like the tip of the iceberg, but you want to do more, like, I think you should definitely have that conversation too while you're at it. Like, maybe to him, this is like a hard no, but it's something else that you want to try that he might be willing to. So you don't feel like he's just saying no to me. Maybe come with an array of things, not just these two. Um, so that's my advice for you but yeah please write back um and let us know let me know how that goes because whew, that's a tough one um but good luck girl good luck um next question this one was an interesting one and um I kind of wish that I had a guest here to bounce off of on this one but um this has been in my inbox for like a month and I definitely think this person deserved an answer um so here it is next question I'm dating a virgin yes my boyfriend is a virgin he says he isn't waiting until he gets married but he's just waiting until he meets the special one and he hasn't yet he's a great guy and I don't want to lose him but I need to have sex what do I do Whew, deep breath. Um, I have never dated a virgin since I lost my virginity. Uh, <laughs> I, I must say I am shocked. Um, I would also wish that you had written your age. Um, I don't know this person, so I'd be curious to see if this is a 23-year-old or if it's a 35-year-old. Um, I don't know because I feel you like if he's a good guy then it's like you don't want to seem like a superficial asshole but at the same time if your needs aren't getting met then great guy or not you are in an unbalanced relationship um but I'm, I remember this saying that someone told me before and it was kind of like, you know, guys who had never had sex in high school are really good at it because they had to wait so long for it. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, you know, maybe your boyfriend will be really good. Um, I don't know. And and then I guess another question I have for you guys is like, how long have you been together? Because how long will it take for him to know that the person he's waiting on is a special one? Like, it's been a long time since I had any type of virginity. And I do think I lost mine to someone who was special, but I was also like 17. So I don't know what the criteria for that would be if you were in your 30s. Like, is it the because I would think a special one is the person you're going to marry if you waited until you were 30 something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's all I got. I mean, you know, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it. Just leave him. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe you leave it might make him realize that you're the special one. But yeah, I, I, you know, friends don't let friends stay in situations like this. So, girl, yeah, I'm going to say bounce. He can always come back. Um, he knows you're not a virgin. So I think that's kind of a hard ask to ask someone who is um, used to having sex to stop having sex. Oh, how long? Oh, I just have a lot of questions like, how long have y'all been together? 
And but I will say kudos to you for not cheating because I think cheaters are cowards. That's just my own issues. So yeah, yeah, just leave them. Go get some good dick from someone else. Sorry, girl. All right. <laughs> this next question. I really let me just reiterate that I really do love that you guys trust me this much because <laughs> oh especially on this one I'm gonna ask too that when I post this um I always post it to the blog site but people leave comments um you can leave comments on SoundCloud you can leave comments on the bootingbreakdowns.com sorry Apple people you can't but you know it don't take but two more clicks to go to the website and leave a comment but maybe you guys have an answer to some of these ratchet questions or a solution that might help them out so I'm gonna throw that out there so if these are your questions that you sent in go check the comments and go check comments on SoundCloud um maybe you can get another perspective that Booney could not give you so all right here's one more question I have a boyfriend, but I want a threesome. The third person I want to bring in, get this, drum roll, is a dude. Oh, <laughs> I did not mean to laugh. I'm sorry. Um, yes, a dude. I don't think my boyfriend will go for this. Do you have any tips for me, Booney? Help. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to start with this one first this person who sent this question and went to great lengths to make sure that I did not know who they were so they sent it in first of all on the contact page on the site and the email that they used was a fake email address um so yeah you definitely didn't want me to know about this which kind of makes me think it might be someone I know which is kind of funny but I digress. So back to the question at hand. You want to have a boy you want to have a threesome with your boyfriend, but you want to bring in another guy. Girl. Um who okay. Let me talk to this. Um I had planned to have a threesome with an ex and I had planned it all out. It was going to be like a birthday gift. It was going to be so dope and so great. And um we ended up stopped talking, so it never happened. So <laughs> he didn't get a birthday gift. But I will say it's always easier to do the, you know, the girl you know, girl girl guy threesome. But a boy, boy, girl with your boyfriend, that's tough and it's bold. Um, I don't know how many guys would willingly like to let uh, another man come in and watch him fuck his girl. Um, Yeah, girl. So I would suggest that maybe the route to get what you want is if he is someone who was looking for a threesome is to maybe try it with a girl first maybe and then you can flip it around and say hey look you know we did it that way this time maybe this time we can do this and maybe if you set up you know some ground rules for you know the girl girl guy threesome then you can have almost the same parameters to make him comfortable in the scenario that you're requesting 
But I honestly, I don't know how many guys would go for that. So I'm going to ask some guys who are listening to the podcast to please, please, please um, leave your comment on the blog about this one because, yeah, I just don't see it happening. I don't see a guy letting that happen. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, yeah. But if you do, if it, try it the way I said first. And if it does happen, you do get this threesome you want. I need you to be a guest on the podcast. So um, we can figure out a way to keep your, you know, keep you anonymous so no one knows who you are. But if you can pull this off, then I definitely need to talk to you. And you need to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> You guys are so great, and I love that you send in these questions to me. Um, but this last one, I toyed with if if I was going to respond at all. But it, yeah, I think this will um, it will drum up a lot of conversation in the comments. I also believe that this person went through great lengths to for me to not know who they were um and that's fine but you know I can kind of get why because I think some people might judge this person um once I get this question out so this is the last question and then we're gonna wrap this up Boonie I'm dating a super sweet guy and he is so great but he acts really feminine to me my friends say that he's gay and that I'm crazy for even continuing to date him. I think he's a really dope and great guy who I can love, but also a guy that I can go get pedicures with. That's cool, right? It's normal. However, now that I mentioned to my friends, I'm starting to pick up on things and question a lot of his behavior. We haven't had sex yet, but when we fool around, he's only interested, well, not only, but primarily in my butt. He's eating my pussy, but he always ends up in my ass. He can only get his dick hard if he rubs my butt or if he rubs his dick in my ass. He doesn't stay hard when I give him head. So, Booney, what do you think? I'm going to count to 10 first before I respond to this. <laughs> All the other questions, I generally just read them and respond. Um, this one I toyed with and... And I wrote some notes, a few bullet points that I wanted to say. But whew, that's, um, yeah, this one's pretty heavy. So the first thing I'm going to say is the fact that you even needed to write this email to me. Um, I think you already know the answer that you want me to say. Um... I can't say that I was ever in a situation like this, but if I were your friend, these are the things that I would tell you to do. Um, but first, let me just backtrack. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a guy getting a pedicure. Like, I think guys should get pedicures because their feet are fucking disgusting. So go get your cuticles and your calluses taken care of. Like, that is a-okay. So, um... Yeah, you guys need to have a conversation pronto. 
I guess my first question is, how did you meet him would be my first thing if I was your friend. The second thing, if I was your friend, I would ask, um, do you know if he's ever had girlfriends before? Maybe you're his first female. Um, maybe he's bisexual. Um, and is he, if he has had girlfriends before, because you've said things about your sexual behavior and sexual activity with this guy, has he ever had vaginal sex before? Um, has he only had sex with, has he ever had sex with a guy? Um, I think you need to explicitly ask that as well, but you didn't mention in your email, if he kisses you, I think that is a good thing. Um, does he ever play with your breast? Because most guys don't have, you know, big breast tissue. So does he play with your breast? And you say he eats your pussy, but he always ends up eating your ass. Well, when he eats your pussy, does he eat it good at least? Um, how long have you guys been together? Like These are all the things that popped in my mind immediately that if I had a friend in this situation, I would question. And I'm curious too by what you mean by he acts feminine. Like I know the undertone in that, but I'm curious if it was something um, that you, in particular, his dress, um, his mannerisms, I don't know. But I would be curious to know what you mean by feminine. Um, yeah, but whew, yeah, I think the biggest thing, how long have you been together? Because if this is new, I don't see what your fixation and why you would stay in this it's just way too many questions and if you don't have the balls or the desire to have this conversation and ask these questions of him then just roll it just doesn't make sense to stay because it doesn't sound like you will be happy would you I mean, maybe that's the question you have to ask or maybe you're feeling some kind of way is because you're okay with this situation and you you feel some kind of way about yourself being okay with it. Um, but yeah, I think all those questions I had before, like you are making assumptions. So I think you need to just flat out ask him and you just can't ask about, you know, I think you have to ask both sides of the questions. Like I said, you just can't say, have you had a girlfriend before? Because he could say, yes, but he's never had sex with a girl. So then you can follow up with that. Have you had vaginal sex? Um, and he could say no. And then he could be like, but I did have sex with a guy. And that might explain, um, you know, his fixation with um, your ass. And then also I would ask too, like, depending on how long you've been together, you seem to have done everything but actual sex. Like, have you had a conversation about that? Would it be vaginal sex or he is he only going to be interested in anal sex um nothing wrong with anal sex but you know I don't think my ass could sustain being fucked all the time <coughs> um yeah Whew, that that's heavy so that that's what Booney thinks um I think that you know the answer to this and you might need to ask him more questions and then eventually walk away from this great guy. But I am really curious to know how you met. So this is another question that I'm, I'm really would like a follow-up to. Um, and I'm kind of mad at myself because I've ignored the inbox for a while. So this question is about three and a half weeks old 
And so I'm wondering if in that time that I've um, taken to respond to this, that you've taken action. So, yeah. So when you listen to this listener, um, yeah, send me, share me a quick update and just say, you know, I was the girl from this question and XYZ happened or I decided to stay with him. But I am curious, but I just think based off the information you provided here, I would just need explicit questions answered. And I feel like if you feel like they're lying, then that's another reason for you to walk away. Because one thing, it's nothing wrong with dating someone who's bisexual, but I also think that person can't take away someone's choice because you may choose to say, I only want to deal with straight men and it's not fair for that person to be bisexual and not disclose that to you and take your choice away. So that's all I got on that one, but that's, Ooh, yeah, girl. Um, let us know. Let us know what happens with that. All right, guys. So that is it. Um, I, I've cleaned out my inbox, but again, if you want me to answer a question for you shoot an email the boonie breakdown at gmail.com also you can go to the boonie and on the contact page hit it in again remember leave the reviews on itunes um you can leave comments on this one i think that's it we have some really good guests coming up again um, I think I'm going to see if I can try to get Brian on. I saw an email requesting some questions for him specifically. So I'm going to reach out and see if I can do that. But again, thanks for listening, guys. Until next time.